All right. Hello, guys, and welcome to the Killer Kaiju podcast. Um, as always, and for the rest of this series, it'll be me, Lucas, and... I am Josh. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we watched Gojira, and now we're... And it was great, obviously great classic film. Always the first one to spawn this many movies has to be great. And uh, this one is uh, <laughs> not so great. And we get to watch it, and it's going to be great. Joy. Uh, the best thing about these series is, you know, there's there's some duds, but they're goofy and fun in their own ways. But there's also a lot of gems, and it's worth watching them to get through it. And we are glad that you guys chose to be with us on that journey. All right. So, as always, how we do things here, what we're going to be doing is uh, just doing like a watch through of the film and talking about it, giving our opinions, a couple little facts here and there uh, as we watch through it. As always, I've seen these movies front to back probably at least five times, every single one lately. And I have not. <laughs> and Josh has not seen them at all. So you get kind of two sides, depending if you've watched them a lot, you have my side of the view. Or if you haven't seen them at all, you can obviously look at it from Josh's point of view. Or, you a know, giant you water lizard. <laughs> like me most of the time. Luckily, Josh uh, has been blessed enough. We both have been blessed enough with some free time to do this together. So, yeah. All right, guys. So uh, we're going to hit play and you can hit play on your movie as well. We're watching the Japanese cut. So it's about, I think, 82 minutes, something like that. Um, so you can hit play, we'll do a countdown, and you can play along with us if you're watching at home. If not, enjoy us just getting through this atrocious movie. Okay, three, two, one, and go. I have snacks. Oh, good, you're going to want snacks. You're going to want snacks, and you're going to want to be at least uh, having a good time, if you know what I mean, <laughs> to watch this movie. Have a couple drinks, you know. <laughs> oh, the Toho. It's, oh, yes. Toho bringing us a fantastic series. This movie is a little questionable, but, you know, it's okay. That's a okay. Uh, you know, it was bad when uh, Mr. Honda did not come back to do this movie because <laughs> he did the first one and he does a good chunk of the show at once. This one was a little rushed. It was uh, directed by uh, Motoyoshi uh, Oda. <laughs> I think this is probably what, is it the only one he did? Oh, he's done a few. What has he done? Did uh, Mr. Ford join for this one? Uh, Invisible Man. So. That's right. Mr. Ford. You said Mr. Honda. Oh, my gosh. Terrible that's pun, but I needed to. <laughs> uh, Mr. Shiro Honda. Uh, he's directed most of the Godzilla series, but um, not this one. But uh, Tanaka produced it. Tanaka produces a good chunk of them. Uh, famous for creating, having a huge hand in creating Godzilla. <clears throat> and Subaraya is doing the special effects, which is a shame because Subaraya does great special effects, but. He did them in the last one too, I believe. And I, I don't know. I just feel like because this film was rushed, it just it's it's what it is. We're about to watch that here. It's the Loch Ness monster. Yeah. So yeah, we're opening out to like, like kind of like a the shadow of their plane that we're about to be shown flying over the ocean here. 
we have no idea what this guy's looking for in the middle of an ocean. I don't know what you have to be looking that closely for. Is there supposed to be sound right now? You know, it's interesting that you bring that up because there's not much of a score. Because I assume there would be just something playing over this. But no, there's there's not a lot of music in this one, and it's really weird. It's just a lot of empty space and talking, and it's just oh, like so bad. Do you hear him talking though? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh okay, because I don't. Now that's a good boat. <laughs> oh, now I hear it. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Luckily, this is a Japanese version and it's been subtitled, so he really hasn't admitted much. Oh, There's no score in this film, though. I was still reading. I was just like, was I supposed to be hearing anything or is this like a silent film now? There's no, it might as well have been, honestly. The two office ladies gabbing on about the guys at work. And red bean soup. <laughs> that's what I clued in on. The soup. So now we have two we've seen. Is this, this yeah, it's different fellows. Two airplanes. Oh, I love it. So he's found something, and oh, he's having engine trouble. This guy. Well, luckily he's got the uh, the pieces on the plane to support, right? So at least he'll be floating on the water. So that's okay. If he really had engine trouble, he could just glide down and then go stagnant on the water. Yeah, at least he's got the floaties. So. Well, that's what you'd think, right? Yeah, and then Godzilla comes out of nowhere and eats him. That's what you'd think. <laughs> Honestly, it'd be a nice spin in this movie to make it a little more entertaining. That's for sure. Well, like a giant Jaws moment. Just boom. <laughs> Take him right down. And he's like, okay, if he's having engine trouble, I'm going to have to go save this guy. So he turns around. Luckily, he's also got the water. Are you sure he's rest. turning around? He's trying, man. He's fucking trying. You can't whip those things around too hard. Daddy. <laughs> Uh-oh. So this isn't good. Now, do they cut away? Do they show what happens to the other guy? Or does it... Uh, or does it, or is it just cut to showing where he landed? That's what I'm curious about. I haven't seen this one in quite a while, to be honest, because it's not the greatest one. So it's been a while since I've sat down and actually watched this and paid like. No, oh, it's Skull Island. It. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> Monster Island, Skull Island, <laughs> the island of many names.
Or is that even an island? Is that the iceberg? If that's an iceberg, that's a massive iceberg. Oh, yeah. I mean, back then before all the pollution melted everything away in global warming. So. That's the one that took down Titanic. It has a vengeance. Yeah, oh, that's definitely like an island. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's got uh, caves. No. Uh, I don't know. I think it could be an like an iceberg then. Nah, that's land for sure. That's got caves. Well, at least here we go. This guy was okay. He's down here. Man, this is the most black and white movies I've ever watched. <laughs> I it's it's a shame that this is one of them because there's so many better black and white films to watch than this one. We'll watch them eventually. So what I want to know is this guy, so this guy's engine troubles, he goes down. Now this guy's coming to save him. So what was exactly the the pacing plot for starting this movie that like I'm just intrigued on, like, why the character landed, what that has to do to drive the plot. I have no clue. I think they just assume that because he has a plane that he'll understand and he can fix it. Or he's stuck and he's like, come get me. Well, because I know they're working for the same airfield. Yeah, but, but maybe the other one had a, an accident as well, so he's like, now come get me. I guess maybe they wanted him to land on it so they would stick around the island longer to see what's going to happen on the island. I'm Sacrifice. Not, I guess we'll see. <laughs> Sacrificial at landing. See, you're already writing a better script than this movie is. Oof. Yeah, a big oof. <laughs> so now they're both on this island. Why have they not left by now is beyond me. So I guess he hurt himself, and that means that's a good idea to stick around on the island. I guess. I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I don't know, maybe they're buddies and that's why they're hanging out on the island for a bit and they're not in any rush. They're just homies, chilling but out, like having if, a fire. If, right, but if like my plane went down, I'd be a little anxious to get back. Oh, buddy, my oh, plane goes go. down, I'm never getting in a plane again. Oh, this is why you want to land on the island here. So they can introduce Godzilla. Oh, here. look at that beauty. So you get this really funny shot of these two guys sitting on the edge of this island having a campfire, and it shows up to this at first stop animation, but then two suits going at it, obviously one being Gojira and the other one being a character that will soon be introduced to us. This is uh this is cool though, because this is like the first time you see Godzilla fight something else. In the last movie, it's all, you know, military. I was going to say uh, that's at least valid to abilities. his abilities. <laughs> yeah. So he's going to be, you're going to see Godzilla going up against a foe in this movie. So that's pretty cool. And this crazy thing about this movie, like I said, it came out nine months after the original <laughs> came out released. So they fast tracked this movie fairly quick. And that's like nine months. That's production, filming, everything. I kind of do like the fighting style they use in this movie, though. It's very animalistic and not as, like, wrestler and, like, kung fu. You know what I mean? Oh, I loved it. It's more animalistic, this one. Ooh, that must have been painful to land. And are those ones, uh, like, people in real suits? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, these are suits for sure. 
Could you imagine the time that these people had just filming that? I mean, like, I know they might have almost died, but it would still be kind of fun. Yeah, it's dangerous and you get hurt a lot. I mean, like, it, it, it's as much as I want to do it. I don't know. I mean, would you ever wear and perform in a kaiju suit? Would you ever play a monster in a monster movie if it was to that extent? Oh, heck yeah. You think so, eh? I'd be in a giant dinosaur costume like just killer. throwing myself right off the cliff and be like, let's go. This sounds fun. Just don't let me yeah. drown. I mean, there's the stories of like they, it's so hot in these suits. I mean, back then it was, I mean, now it's probably a lot better, but back then, you know, with the, what they had and like the rubber, it would get up to like crazy temperatures where they would be like sweating so much you'd have to drain the suits and they drop like 10 pounds after shooting a movie. 10, 20 pounds. It, uh, it got pretty ridiculous. So I don't know if I could honestly perform to that kind of level for it. I just... <laughs> I don't know. But here, as you can see, we get uh, Dr. Yamane, our paleontologist, and one of our leads from the last film. I, say welcome back. I think he's the only character who comes back from the last one, and he's literally just here to kind of tell us the same shit again, and to recap, I guess, kind of what happened in the last film. It's kind of a waste of uh, talents, in my opinion. At least here they fixed the... See, the 150 million plus years. Like, they fixed the continuity error from the first one there, saying that he was over 2 million years old. <laughs> Just 2,000 years old. <laughs> yeah, no. Can you imagine? We made us even more wrong. Uh, so Anguirus, that's uh, so that's I think that's the first time we're given his name, but that is the uh, creature described in the new one, um, the one fighting Godzilla there with a spiky back. So that's our first kind of actual given name, and you know he's not the greatest. Um, you know he ain't no Green Goblin, but yeah, but he he does his part and he contributes more of a friendship role, kind of later down the role. So it's kind of cool to see that kind of play in. And this one, he's like actually full out kicking his ass. So that's funny to see considering they're friends and always work together in other, other movies as a team. Uh, the only other one I can think of where he fights him aggressively besides like Final Wars when they all fight him uh, was Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, which we'll get to in the end of the show era, which is a great, great film. Uh, one of the bad Godzillas before, you know, it's bad Mechagodzilla. He like fights Anguirus, and there's like a real big bloodbath in that fight. So that's pretty cool. So excited to get to that. But yeah, this is the first time he appears is in this movie here. So that's at least one good takeaway from this film is it set the ground for a lot of like Godzilla versus movies and uh, Anguirus kind of doing his first verses so he can be a kind of defender of Earth and friend of Godzilla in the future films. Hmm. Got to create that relationship. Yeah, I mean, it's so cool how these the uh, they were essentially building their own kind of universe with all these standalone films and then bringing them together, kind of doing what everyone's trying to do in the movie industry now to try and capitalize on the Avengers. Meanwhile, these guys have been doing it for years since the beginning. This is funny. So yeah, and now here they're going to talk about like what happened in the first film and the pres and the uh, events of the first film, and it's kind of lazy in my opinion because they're just replaying the exact same scenes not not like scenes that they would have had from camera shots they're playing the scenes that we saw in the movie like at like watching the film i kind of like it it's kind of cheesy but cute at the same time 
Yeah. It's like it, a nod it's, being it's like, hey, good. that's the old movie. That's the old one. Like we couldn't come up with any more stories, so we're just gonna reshow you kind of most of the other film. Yeah. But at least they're trying I mean, to continue the story, right? A lot of people I mean, could have I went would the get entire it if it opposite came direction. Out, yeah, I mean, I would get it if it came out like, you know, like a year or two years even probably after. But nine months after the original film, I just don't see the need to recap. Like, also, I are guess there supposed to be then, homies just recording this? I guess. <laughs> I mean, I guess, too, back then, don't forget, when this movie came out, these weren't films you could buy and watch at home. There wasn't really much of TV, so you had to go to the theater to see it. So maybe people may have saw it, but then it would have been nine months until they would have seen anything resortly, you know, Godzilla again, depending how long it stayed in theaters for. Yeah. But see what I mean? No score here, nothing. No music, no them talking over what's happening. I guess it's to instill the shock that they're, like, just, you know, taking in this destruction. I wonder what the movie posters would look like for something like this. Like when you would go to like the movie theater and you were like outside and they were like, you know, new Godzilla film. What would be like the the, the poster? I tell you what, it wouldn't be black and white. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be in color. Which is kind of <laughs> weird then. Yeah. Because uh, the the art that originally now like went with them when it started getting a full release, it their artwork is incredible. Like it's very well done. This one's all right. Like, it shows the monsters burning each other over kind of top of the city, and it has some of the main characters kind of just plopped in the bottom right, the ones that we don't really care about too much because <laughs> we don't really get to know any really of the characters. Um, but you'll see as the movies go on, the artwork kind of gets a little bland, but the Heisei era, the artwork gets unbelievable. Just unbelievable. The show era is kind of like a one-off. There's a con continuity, and they continue the story, but everyone is like done by like a different director or it's got a different vision and it's very different from the next one. So it's like watching same, same, but like different envisionments of it. At least we got one character from the first movie. Exactly. We have one guy. Just to come in and explain what happened. Basically, we got messed up in the uh, other film. We eventually killed him. So your turn. Yeah. <laughs> you figure it out. Which... Why wouldn't they just be able to drop the same kind of bomb and be like, oh, get him first? Yeah, well, that's the, like, I mean, Sirizawa um, died with his research right in the last film. So, oh, yeah, he wasn't able to yeah, that would uh, make recreate sense. the bomb again. But that being said, like, he was all for, like, you know, saving Godzilla to study him and all that. And now in this one, he's like totally willing to help them blow him up again. Like, I think he's just over it. Go yeah <laughs> everyone's just hounding him about it all the time she's so like i just i just i'm ready for him to die too yeah <laughs> i mean i heard too on set like shiro honda was very i mean not in this movie at least but at least in other films he was very like demanding and like very like you know proper because you get good shit good scenes and good shots but uh in this movie without him being charged i feel like a lot of the people are just bored while they're filming this movie they didn't have a positive uh, start to it, I guess. Like the vibe. Yeah. It just kind of seems like no kind of blank. Yeah. So, I mean, when the monsters do hit, it just takes forever in this movie for them mm, to hit. Once that they do green hit, screen. Like, it gets good, but. <laughs> Tasty. Yeah. 
oh man just just wait until these movies get real low budget it gets uh <laughs> it gets it's something else <laughs> where it's not green screen it's just like a painted canvas I love no matter what you know Godzilla film it is, no matter like how fast paced they're trying to jump into things, at least in the Toho ones, they always include like a little bit of a love story. I always like it. They're always like cute little side love stories where they're like super involved in the film or they're just like little side romances. It just it has a, it, it lightens them up just just a little bit. Whether it, it takes away from the quirkiness and more to the cheese factor of the comedy and lightens it up that way. Or if it's a really dark film and it's like a nice little like gleam of like love and like kind of like funniness to the film. It also could be kind of like a weird homage to American films because they have a tendency to put like a weird relationship into newer movies. Yeah, just for like true. the you know fun of it, just to see what would happen. Be like, okay, so this might be a darker scenario. Let's add something light to it, even if it was made up or fictional or whatever it may be. Yeah, and Hollywood films and American films like you said, we're always, like, uh, sneaking that stuff in, and it was a lot more viewed, honestly, in Japan and other foreign countries than their home cinemas, because the funding, the funding in the States, and it was way more ahead film-wise, because that's what made a lot of money over here, and they weren't trying to rebuild their country, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, plus, like you were saying, that uh, people have a better opinion when it comes to movies, like, it's not the movies that run them, it's the, you know, they're basically choose what they want in the states yeah. it's completely opposite so if romance is in it's in <laughs> if you ain't feeling romance today not this movie this movie isn't for you my friend no not for you just line a bit there we go But I, I, you see what I mean? Though there's just so much unnecessary dead time in this one, and it's just like a slow, slow, slow burn. And slow burns are okay if like the burn is interesting to watch, but it's just like look at the little toys they're using here. It's just, just, it's just so silly. So, and I mean, I know like Godzilla hasn't become like a huge thing yet. It was just just coming out, so. I imagine a lot of people did. They didn't have a set idea for how well this was even going to be received either, right? They were like, well, let's just do a quick cash grab. But even this one drew crowd in. So they're like, well, maybe we can do more. <laughs> now, is this an actual boat or is this a model? <laughs> no, that's that's footage for sure. Okay, yeah. cool. Because I thought so. And then now then I was double questioning. And like, now I'm kind of confused because some of it kind of looks kind of good. Sometimes. They, uh, sometimes. Yeah. You'll notice a thing too. Yes, they like use military footage, and after they have a ton of footage of military footage and monster footage and destruction footage, there's a curse that comes to the show era, which is called the stock footage usage, <laughs> where they use footage from other movies in newer films as stock footage and like destruction scenes, and it's it's not noticeable if you watch them in gaps for when they were coming out, but like people like us who watch them back to back, like it's very noticeable, and it's. A little silly. <laughs> well, so far Silly's. they've only done the one time of uh, the reusing yeah, the usage. clip, so that's not too bad. And in this so one, they're far. showing, yeah, and they're talking about what's happening, so it's a little different. In these ones, though, like an example in Godzilla versus Megalon, 
um, Megalon flies around and uses an electronic beam that shoots lightning from his horn. <laughs> and he flies and he's shooting it. And they do a close-up of Megalon shooting the beam. And then they cut to shots from Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, because Ghidorah has an electricity, like, electric attack. And it's blowing up the buildings, and it cuts to scenes from Ghidorah when buildings are getting zapped and blown up. And they use those for Megalon scenes of blowing up buildings. Hmm. And they is that a just, giant potato I mean, on a sign? It's clever, but probably. I mean, Clifton Hill, there. man. See, it looks it looks like a giant potato or a chicken nugget that's smiling. Now we get this cute little ballroom scene. Totally use again unnecessary. It's romance, though. You got to add the romance. It's like Hollywood films, but like they don't want to just be like other Hollywood films. Like, they could have skipped all of the, this bullshit, them being on the island, and then just started the film, like... Yeah, then they have a 20-minute film. <laughs> Works for us. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, like, unhinged. The amount of times that that guy could have just been arrested and taken care of, and then it would have been gone. Yeah, I guess. Like, 20... But that it would have ended up just being a 20-minute movie. Maybe, I, I feel bad five. that... You know what I feel bad for, though, is, like... All the people that uh, saw Gojira and loved it, and then all the people who missed it but heard about how great it was, then when this one comes out, they want to go see it, so they go see it at theaters, and this is their first Godzilla experience. Oof. Maybe they added feel it. feel very bad. Maybe they added it to like kind of get both sides of the spectrum. Like, if you enjoy monster movies, you'll like this part. If you enjoy romance, you'll enjoy this part. <laughs> If we need to throw in some bullshit to fill up the time, we'll just use all of this and yeah. this movie. <laughs> it's for the full, like full family. Bring, bring all of them. Oh, here we go. Come on down. This is an official announcement here, interrupting their beautiful little ball they're having. The Godzilla Task Force reported at 19:30 that Godzilla has come ashore. Oh no! They better hide. So they yeah. better get running. Panic. Sending for Osaka Bay. Get out of there. This yeah, is Titanic, but like with Gojira. Godzilla. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There's a comparison. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> Panic. Run. Run. Interesting enough, that set looks very familiar to a film later in the show era. It might just be just because it's like a generic club layout, but... Now it's the Soviet Union. I swear, it's probably just one of the the lobby, like, club sets that Toho has, and they just reused it years later. Why do they think that if... Why do they think if they just turn off their lights, Godzilla isn't going to come? Because they know Godzilla's attracted to light. Yes, I know that, but, like, everyone's just like, let's just turn off all of our lights and nothing will happen. I don't know, man. He came all this way. He he's gonna cause some ruckus. Yeah, exactly. But it at least protects them. It's more of a an homage to talk about how like Japan and other places had to like you know that's how they defended against air bombings. They turn off all their lights and keep everything quiet so they man be we could make a movie like artillery. this right now. <laughs> don't tempt me. It's a good time. I know, right? We'll use my cat as a weird cat Godzilla. A cat kaiju? Yeah. Bruce and Dahlia. Bruce would get his ass kicked. Are you joking? Yeah, probably. My cat's an ass. Sorry. 
Nails and pugs don't mix. They have no protection against their eyes and face. <laughs> oh, there you go. You see, that's just a just the tip <laughs> of uh, just a tip. It's the Nessie. tip of Godzilla coming out of here, like Nessie style, coming out of the water towards these uh, military officers on the bridge here. It's cool. It comes up, and then as it gets closer, it goes back under, and then it comes back up again. I wonder if that was meant to be, or the actor kind of started to fall, and they had to push him back up again. For a second, I thought it was a hand sideways. puppet. Or a ha yeah, exactly. That's why I thought it was like a hand puppet, because it came up sideways, and I was like, I wonder if the hand was just like underwater. It'd be smart if that's what they did, but they have the whole suit here, so I don't think they did that. See, are, are, you telling me, suit, are you telling this me this really wouldn't bad. be fun? I would be I claustrophobic. <laughs> I would not be able to do this. It's not no all right. You could be an army man. I'll be I'll gladly be Godzilla just walking onto a beach. <laughs> I wouldn't mind doing like Jet Jaguar or like Oh god. Ultraman or something like that where you just wear the suit and then a helmet, but you'd have to be in shape for me to do that, and I don't want to do that. This suit looks like those little finger puppets that you get from the dollar store that look like dinosaurs with little <laughs> hands you know what i mean think they got the idea and design for them or like when you're uh playing at an arcade and you get like maybe 10 tickets and you just have enough for like the worst prize ever and it's the, <laughs> little th that puppets. little finger puppet thing with the hands and the weird teeth yep that's, that's what, what this godzilla looks like. looks like it's not a very good suit that's for sure ed gein yeah, designed this, this one anyone clearly yeah, and this is also, like we were saying earlier, it's the first film to feature two monsters. Uh, and it's you can tell Anguirus got the love in this one, not Godzilla. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen him yet. I need to know. Yeah, it, this Goji suit was slimmer, lighter than the previous uh, Goji suit used in 54. Because that one was obviously couldn't be used again. It was just started cracking so much because of this concrete. Uh, putting less pressure on the actor and making every fight scene with Anguirus easier, which is why this one's a lot more intense in its fight scenes, as we'll get to watch. I assume the later films, like the down the line, um, will get better suits and like better materials to make them out of. So it'll I do like make the teeth. A lot easier. I like the teeth in this Godzilla in the last one, how they point outwards and they're not really like they're more jagged in line. Yeah. And I, they, they take that away for a lot of them, and they kind of make them gummy with little teeth. And then when they get into the Heisei era, they give them fangs that kind of overhang. And that's when he's, like, my favorite. And he gets ears, so he's more animalistic. I like that they're using rockets, like, with fireworks kind of thing to get him to go away. Yeah. They're like, follow the light, so they redirect him away for now until they can figure out what to do. I so get that good. oxygen bomb, man. This movie is just kind of full of like a lot of like, you know, pointless plots like them landing on the island, all this other crap leading up to it, them like rehashing out scenes and the events of the last one. They should have tried to eat them. The entire village could have eat or eaten. Just ate Godzilla? Yeah, I mean this like radioactive like meat? lizard dinosaur. Lizard meat, yeah. Why not? You can feed the Go village. You can feed the village. It's the way she goes. If anyone has ever yeah. seen the oblongs recommend it same kind of nuclear weird weirdness maybe no godzilla yeah. but still dope that's right 
So yeah, this will, and this will also be the last uh, black and white Godzilla film we'll watch too. Oh the really? One that came out. Yeah, this will be it. Just the first two. Oh, then, I was kind of uh, let down. I thought there was going to be a lot more of them. No, there's other kaiju films that are black and white. Like Rodan's original cut was black and white, though I've got a restoration color version. Oh neat. And uh, uh, yeah, this is the official last one they did. The next one that comes in line is King Kong versus Godzilla, and it's uh in Toho scope the color that and film they used to shoot in it was like their patent neat when everyone was doing the whole like scope color bullshit yeah for some reason i just expected a lot more um black and white films no yeah they, they godzilla really picked up when it was desperate they just kind of did them sparingly until i mean this one was nine months later so that's the bullshit but uh, after the first three, like this, and then King Kong versus Godzilla, Godzilla took a break for a while, and they worked on other in, uh, individual kaiju movies like Rodan, Mothra. So, one film series will have to get, and see what I mean? Just for like another unnecessary like plot in this film here. If you're watching it right now, we're at the scene where. The, it cuts to these two guys driving a prisoner truck of all these prisoners and inmates. And obviously the counts cut all the power, so it'd be really easy to pull a break. So they all, like, tackle the guy in the back of the truck. And they try and pull all this shady shit. And now they're like, oh, shit. Not to mention, they should have shot them through the front of the gate if they really wanted it. Causing all this ruckus. I love the running. It's hilarious. <coughs> I guess they said that because they wanted to show, like... That's right. They wanted oh. to show like that the the people knew what to do innocently this time without being violent by guiding him away with lights, but they also wanted him to be back here for destruction and fights. So they have these stupid little scenes like this that set up a way to bring Godzilla back, and it's just silly. Because if you'll notice where we are right now, the there's these three inmates ex exclusively that get away, and they're like fucking just oh they're just <laughs> humorously <laughs> running. Up. Yeah, they're just dipping hard. <laughs> hey, at least they're getting away, I guess, right? Yeah, and then they get to the truck, back to the truck somehow. Oh, I think this is a different truck. Yeah, sorry, yeah, this is a different truck. It's an oil truck. Because that's a smart thing to steal. And they can't shoot at it, right? So, <clears throat> But now it's Ghost Cuts to the, these cops boring this guy's car. There are two other main characters here who happen to be down there. I mean, it's not a bad idea on the criminal's part to steal an oil tanker because, they, like they said, they won't shoot it. That's fair. I didn't think about that one. So, it's pretty smart. Well, it was intentional or not on their part, honestly. So, but the only downside is, yeah, and it's also a bigger vehicle, so it's going to be harder to like you know drive around yeah and all the lights are out and all the power's off so it'd be easy to hear them and know where they are 
But I mean, with all the lights out, it is hard to see, I guess. With all the power cut off and everything. <clears throat> At least the car chases are real. We're seeing actual cars driving people, not miniatures. For once. Cars. <laughs> they probably just borrowed, borrowed them from their friends over time. They're like, we need your car for a minute. They're probably actors who are working on the film. Oh, That's a miniature, likely. obviously. Oh, see, but they're idiots. They crashed the oil tanker right into this. What's this? An oil foundry? <laughs> of course. <coughs> All this light's gonna attract who? Godzilla back again. You just knew it. Look at that giant light. That's way better than the flashy lights they were swaying them with earlier. He's like, oh, lights. Fire. <laughs> Big light. Oh, yeah. The Godzilla is not good in this one. It's just not good. He's kind of dumb. It's kind of adorable. See, in this one, so the thing I was laughing about, too, and I was like, it's the same special effects. I'm surprised they have an issue, but um, so usually in these movies, they overcrank the film, so it kind of makes it takes photos faster, so it makes it seem like everything's moving slower. Well, whoever's operating the camera, I guess, thought the other way around because they were did less. They undercranked it, and it made everything faster. And then instead of reshooting anything, they just thought that that was okay, and that's how they were going to shoot it, I guess. So I guess, like, for the Godzilla suit the way it is, it looks better when it's fighting because you don't see it as clearly. And he's able to move faster. But other than that, it's not a good suit design. I mean, for 1950s, it's kind of better than I expected. Oh, yeah. Like, like it's... Uh... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> sorry, it's just... It, it, I, I expected worse, but, like, it's not... At least it's functioning, you know? Like, it's not falling apart. It's still together. I don't know if this yeah. one has as much concrete, but, like... Hopefully not. It, it holds up, I guess. It holds up better than, like, it could have been, I guess. Definitely has derpy expressions, but definitely... So did the last worse. one, so... Yeah, exactly. So, like, it's This one just not... didn't have as better cinematography, so it wasn't as hidden and artsy-looking. It's not awful, but it's not amazing. Well, what was, like, the... Uh... Here's a good question. How and uh, when was the first time you were introduced to Godzilla? Like, in what form of art? Oh, here we get, sorry, here we get oh. Angier's is climbed to land here. The first shot, all fours. He doesn't look as bad. Nah, I definitely like his design a lot better. Yeah, it looks better in future films, but it looks good in this one. It doesn't look bad by any means. And I like how he goes from four to stands up on two to attack. And to go back to your previous question, um, he had a GameCube game, no? And it was like you would pick. Oh, uh, destroy all monsters melee. Yeah, and Godzilla was in it. 
Yeah, it was like his game. Yeah. Okay, so like, and it had all the kaiju. That would probably be the first time that I've seen a Godzilla thing was when that came out. Wow, that's cool though. I mean, there's worse things to have to have seen. Like my <coughs> one that I remember most fondly was the 1998 Matthew Broderick uh, Godzilla film, and it's it was because uh, growing up, um, I had a family friend who was a huge Godzilla fan had all the classics and when we go to their house he'd like let me watch them with him so I saw a lot of the older ones first and then uh I watched that other one because I had it at home and obviously he wasn't gonna lend me these movies to watch because they were fucking they were they were super expensive back then so um but luckily uh, took me to this restaurant and they had like it was restaurant on top video game arcade below it and that's how I played that game no, no way. It was awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, well, I mean, in the future uh, podcast, maybe we'll do like a little series of games and we'll end up playing uh, one of the newer renditions of that game, Godzilla Saves the Earth. See, it's these shots right here where they were sped up to make it look super fast. I mean, they're not as bad, especially when they've been restored uh, for the series we're watching, the versions we're watching here in Blu-ray. They uh they don't look as bad when it's sped up because it's a clear image, so it doesn't look as choppy and blurry. It still looks a little cartoony, but not as bad as it, honestly, in my opinion, as it did before. In the, excuse me, in the lower resolution. I mean, I feel like they either lit a miniature on fire, or like that's some bomb CGI. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, they definitely just burned all the miniatures. And that's the beauty of this. They would build all these things. They'd have one shot to get it, you know. And that's kind of where it's, gone, it's more it's gone. impressive, too, because they're wasting half their budget on building it all. And they're like, last day, let's get this shot. And if it doesn't work, we're kind of, it's done. Yeah. Not much we can do afterwards. And, uh, you know, pushing Godzilla aside, um, do you have a favorite? Because obviously, I know mine would always be Godzilla, but do you have a favorite monster or like kaiju flick? Like, it could be like horror monsters, anything really. Um, that would be a oh. hard one. I know. I like this, you know, them wrecking house at the factory here. The scenes of these two fighting is like honestly the best part of this movie. It's still not as worth the wait as some of the other fights are in the other films, but it's not like it's a bad fight by any means. Like I like that it's animalistic and they're like, like doing a little bit of wrestling, but the way animals would wrestle, <laughs> like almost like dogs would fight. You know what I mean? Like maybe like uh, tigers or wolves. Honestly, kind of how they fight in the new, the newer films, the legendary films. I kind of like it. <laughs> See how it's sped up here? I was like, just about shot. to say, I'm like, damn, they're like, they're giving her. See, that's why this is the moment when they see they undercranked under it here. And made it seem really freaking fast. You know, that's a pretty cool shot. That's a better shot. <laughs> Because they actually go through this miniature, I'm pretty sure. I guess I'd have cool. to say Pinhead. Yeah, it's probably your favorite creature. That's yeah. Cool. I guess he he's kind of like a creature. I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. Or Spawn. Spawn's a good one. Or like Spawn's Alien or cool. Predator, something around there. 
I would like to do the Hellraiser films in a series, possibly. That'd be a good one to do. I'm trying to not think of just someone that's, like, a normal human, you know? Like, Michael or Jason. I'm trying to think of someone that's actually, like, a different person. Yeah, a monster. So even Hellraiser's kind of in there, but, like, maybe, like, Predator or something? Predator. Yeah, not monster by action, but monster by definition. Yeah, um... I do really enjoy Frankenstein as well. I like this kind of head spin thing that Anguirus does. The, what? What are you going to do about it? What? And he, like, swings his head kind of taunting G-Man there. It's so funny. <laughs> the I classic. That they built, like, a full set, and they're just getting two guys to wrestle and break it all down. Oh, yeah. Let's just film it all from different angles. Like, as kids, like, I don't know, like, I always dreamed of doing that. And then when I found out how what was actually done and what you had to go through, I was like, oh, my God, I would die. <laughs> I'd have a blast. I'd be... I'd be like, these miniatures the look great time. in this movie. I will say that the special effects are still good on that end. Like, the miniatures are great in this film. Black and white still doing them heavy justice. I'm gonna kind of miss the black and white. I'm, I've been digging it. Yeah, honestly, me too. <laughs> Oh, like, that's a great scene as they, like, fumble over the stuff. It's really realistic. I like that. They're just, like, Angers and Godzilla are just throwing each other through this city, left and right. And then you see them fall through, and there's a flooding shot from where the three prisoners took refuge. And all the water is crashing through the subway. It's it's honestly a really good shot. It's, it's a lot better than I thought it would have turned out to be. Nice little way of doing, like, the special effects there. Blending them with this, this the miniature set. Definitely There's some good parts easier. in this movie, and that's why it's a shame they have that slow burn in the beginning that's so unnecessary. Like, you don't even get to know the characters. Like, I don't even think you ever got their names, did you? No. <laughs> yeah, the they don't I think they ever. The doctor from the first one. Yeah, Doctor Yamane. Everyone else like isn't really introduced. Like, the two pilots are just pilot one and pilot two, and then woman who has a thing for the one pilot. That's just kind of how they're known. I don't think you really get their names at any point. When they call each other over the radio, they go to base when they're calling to base. And when they call to the planes, they call them by their plane number. So you really don't know their names yet. Maybe on the island when they were talking, you could have gotten their names there. But See, like in this scene, the costumes hold up. At least for yeah. right now. They look pretty good. And there's a lot, there's some pretty cool, uh, there's some pretty cool miniature destruction in this next part, if I recall. Like, that's a good fight scene there. And just everyone running, running away on the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> there, just like the fight stance. I gotta go and knock out one of these castles back here. Just demol just demolishing the buildings. I always love it when they add a little bit of water to the miniature destruction because it makes it dirty and makes it gritty and real. Adds a little more extra texture to it. Yeah, and it gives it that tsunami kind of look. You know, I've always liked that. I feel like whoever built the miniatures was really basing it on realistic structures or like design from around where they were. Yeah, well, they're all this is all like based real places, real structures like done up like when i ever go to japan i would like to visit all like the main like destruction scenes and buildings godzilla destroyed that's a really that. good one godzilla destroyed that godzilla throwing anguirus right through the building there that's a great shot and bites him right on the neck 
to a full photo matchup. Looks like he's enjoying it, kind of. Here you get some blood there. Black and white, but blood nonetheless. I'm really glad we're watching the Japanese cut of this and not the American doesn't even have his name in it version. <laughs> in that movie, he's called Gigantus. It's called Gigantus the Fire Monster. Oh. It's rough, man. It's it's a bad cut. But on a positive note, it's 20 minutes shorter, so you get to the monster fight faster. I guess that's a plus, but, like, <laughs> it's not even that long of a movie as is, so. No, it's not, and the American cut is very bad. <laughs> it's just it's just bad. Oh, like, great, great, when they use fire, too. Fire and water, any elements they use with the miniatures, it always looks good. Like, you can tell they did all the shooting, and then they just fucking torched the place. I would have been so bummed. If I was, like, a builder that was doing this, and they're like, yeah, we're going to um, light it on fire. <laughs> Works for, like, nine months to build this set. That, like you were saying, it took nine months. I'm like, the entire nine months, that guy was already building the set. He, they knew. <laughs> they knew from the start they were going to burn that right down. Oh, yeah. Right down. Well, that's the other thing, too. They have to make it look realistic and nice, but they also have to make it so it will be destroyed easily, right? Yeah. It would be destroyed as if these giant monsters were giant monsters. So I feel like they built tough. it like how a building would be built, exactly how it would be, but just miniature scale. So when they went yeah. through it, it looks so realistic. That's pretty damn cool. Like, look at all that rubble. Miniature That's rubble. literally probably the minute. Yeah, it's miniature rubble. They probably just, this is after they caught it on fire, they put it all out. And this is what was left. And then they went to a park and shot this over and green. I feel like it. I've kind of seen this before. This is probably like the back of the set at like a, at a Toho lot, just in like their back loading dock. Like back behind them is the door where they load things in. These are the stairs to go up to control the door. And that's like the rusty railing off the side of the building. No, oh, most likely. <laughs> so, I mean, why would they? Right? Hamilton, like I, I don't. That's really <laughs> uh, so people who are not from the area. Hamilton is a very industrial kind of gross, scummy esque city. Township. It's not terrible. It's just very. It's not. It's very industrial. Yeah, it's very industrial. Definitely not the healthiest place to live in the area. Very smog, smoggy. That's the word I would be looking for. Yeah, hetero would definitely live there. As we'll get to in the later movies. Which is one of the only other films besides this, I think, in the show era that's not done by Shiro Honda. It's done by Yos uh, Yosemitsu Bano. Yeah, Bano did that one. Ba that's the one Bano does, because that's the one where Godzilla fights the smog monster. Hedera. I feel like if Godzilla and... did come from anywhere around here, it would be Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rising up out of Lake Ontario, going into the... The docks right out of Lake Steel Ontario. City. So Godzilla, we, we experienced last is Godzilla taking out Anguirus, literally just killing him, and then just dipping. And then we go back to these characters who are investing the old office where they worked. I'm guessing that's where they are now. So you can kind of see similar tables and the same people who they worked for. Plus, where else would they be, right? So, 
It's like they're just going to random buildings helping people. I mean, or they do, and they're just... We don't know because we've never been told anything about them. Daddy. We know this guy's daddy. Yeah, he, he is a real daddy. Still trying to figure out some names here. Hi, Demi. Hi, Demi. Hi, Demi. Yeah, well, COVID That's her name, is, uh, at least. So we see over her last COVID name. COVID has stopped a lot of weddings, so. Yeah. Uh, start looking for a bride. Ha ha ha. Ha, you can search by playing, get it? Because they're pilots, man. There's just so much failure to this movie. I think that's my main issue with it. It had potential and they just rushed it and didn't bother making a competent film. They just put the good stuff in they knew it would sell that idiots like me fall for and then put all this silly slapstick humor in and just call it a time. Like, in my opinion, it should have opened with Godzilla and Anguirus fighting on that, in that city. And that should have been the start of the film here. And then this should have been the mid-act, and then we'll get to the final act. And that should have been it. But at this point, we're like a little over halfway through the film. But, I don't know. I think, too, by the way, it's hard, at least for me, watching them all to really block out all the other ones but like quality wise of what they could be and just look at this for what it is i imagine people who just watched the first one and then are watching this one probably enjoyed it but so far it's not terrible i've been enjoying it i've also enjoyed a lot more godzilla fighting oh yeah and like don't get me wrong that's why like we're all here like come on and it only gets better there's more fights the more they go on and some of them stall for a long time, but then, like, the story and the and the in-between stuff is interesting enough to get you through to the moments you really want to see. Well, they need that I little love story. You got, you got to get it, yeah. man. They need that love story in order to have that monster come in and take full effect. But where'd that love story that. go that we saw earlier? Where is it, where'd it go? Well, now you we're sidetracked, I mean? but now we're sidetracked. We're, we're, the love story's <laughs> gone. The good's gone. Now we're in the bad. Let's, let's Godzilla fight. I guess. He's like, let's get to it. <laughs> Pitter patter. Oh, there we go. They see someone now, these gentlemen down here. I already lost to where we cut to. These are just guys on the boat. This movie's something else. <laughs> I'm also really um, shocked, too, with, like, rushing this one out. That, honestly, that it has so much, like, subplot and, like, little side stories and it's things like that. Like, yeah. It makes me wonder why they, uh, how they even came up with all this. And it's not just more fight scenes and more miniatures. Like, they must have had the budget after the first one. Oh, well, the first one probably got really, really big really quickly. And they probably got a decent amount of money from it. But they probably wouldn't have gotten that money right away. It would have taken a while for it to come back through through investment. And yeah. They wouldn't have gotten it right away to fund the next one. They probably were just like, if it if it goes well, we demand that you you back us up and we'll pay you back when the time comes. Or something along those lines. Took a little loan or got a company to help them out. 
This guy just drops a letter out of the plane and it just lands on the boat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guys, great aim. Hope it's a big hull. Oh, jeez. Rough. What is that guy doing flying for them? Messenger. That kind of accuracy. MSN Messenger, back <laughs> in the 50s. So the one of our characters here driving the plane, flying the plane from earlier, who the one who actually got stuck, he's flying and he's got this note in this little, looks like a flare, hollowed out flare tube, like a baton, and he stuffs it and he just tosses it out of his plane window and it falls to these guys on a boat. And it's just like precision landing, like they just get it. I'm just like, in what world does someone just deliver a note that way? I mean, I guess that's how they do it back then, but like Pure they have man. clear forms of... Uh, of communication here is it because they lost communication on the boat no it's because they're romantic it's one giant romance this movie everyone's romantic it's this one giant godzilla kaiju orgy they just love each other that's all <laughs> and it just turns out godzilla and the other dude is just trying to hug the entire time like forget a love triangle this is a love octagon <clears throat> They're probably just trying to hug, but they just realize they can't because their arms are too short and stubby. I'm not going to lie. I do like the snowy shots. We don't see enough Godzilla in snow, and I like the snowy atmosphere, especially in Japan. It's beautiful. They always need a snow Mario level, so why not a snow right? Godzilla level? If I got to slide down with that dick penguin trying to beat that race all every time. I hate that race so much. I know. Oh. So satisfying when you do it, but like it's also oh, annoying just to get like the perfect score on it. Last time I did it, I did it and I, I, I left the building and forgot to grab the star. And it wouldn't let me back in. <laughs> That's irritating. Yeah, give me like a Godzilla minigame where I slide around like that, but on Godzilla on his belly. How many Godzilla games are there? There's quite a few, like, there's quite a lot. Like, there's a lot of, like, older NES and, like, Nintendo games. And um, and then they did, uh, there's, like, a lot of games that released only in Japan. And then there's, the main ones are, like, the good ones worth playing are, uh, there's Godzilla Destroy All Monsters Melee, which is the one you played on GameCube, and it was also on Xbox. And then uh, there was Godzilla Save the Earth, which is the one we'll play, and that was on Xbox and PlayStation 2. And then there was Godzilla Unleashed, which was for the Wii and PlayStation 2. I also have that one, but we'll play Save the Earth. It's better. All around the same premise of just beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> yeah, man. Sounds fun. It's great. We got a Oh, see, this is a party. This is where it's at. Join. So we cut to right now in this inside the snowy place right now inside this home. They just have, like, all these little trays out, and they're all just, like, smoking, drinking, having a good time, singing, clapping, eating food. That's what the life. The life was, like, a year ago, year and a half, something like that? I feel like it's just a bunch of shots of people looking like they're doing things interesting to fill up time. That's a lot of this movie. A lot of, that's basically all movies nowadays. Look at that. Like, there's, no, there's no plot there. They're all just sitting there talking, cut to cut room to cut room. And now he's here like, here, let me pour you a drink. And then he pours him a drink. He says, thank you. And then, like, what, does he just go sit down after he drinks it? Yeah, and they, yeah, that's all. And they just sit there and they listen to the people singing in the other room. 
are you having a good time? Or you're just sitting there. <laughs> you're like they're having a good time over there singing. Yeah. So what are you guys doing? Sounds like me, but I'm just paying attention to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta pay attention so I know what's going down for someone that hasn't yeah. seen the movies. So like, if I don't talk a lot, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> it's because most of the time focus. I'm just like paying attention, trying to see what's going on, go, or go back, going on, make sure I don't miss anything. Going down. Yeah, exactly. Rooting for Godzilla. Unlike me, I've seen these so many goddamn times. And this one I try and forget most days. It's all right, though. I, I'm, I'm really down talking it a lot more than it is. It's, it's not a bad film. This man is going to get lured. Yes, there's this love kind of coming, this love story coming back into play here. Still hasn't found a bride, eh? Oh, there is this one girl, and then she's all like, let me see. <laughs> she's all jealous now. Who is this? Who's this bitch? <laughs> oh, no. So the ship, is that? I'm guessing that's the ship. It seems Godzilla did it. It's still unconfirmed. I'm, I'm assuming that's the ship the guy dropped the message to. That's who went down. That's the ship they were talking to. Man received a radio message. Oh, seeing a Godzilla-like object. Oh, then it's got to be Godzilla. God forbid everybody is traumatized after seeing the events of him attacking land so don't they all just think everything that's dark and scary is Godzilla at that time but I I guess it's fact why wouldn't they be scared I mean, of him I mean yeah if you got a radio signal saying they saw him I mean I guess it would be accurate there's no reason to doubt it but shit I'd be like yo these guys just saw him wouldn't they be terrified to think everyone's Godzilla though but I wouldn't risk it I'd probably just send them out regardless I guess that's probably accurate it's kind of how the people in with Kong probably felt too. They just saw a giant monkey stealing some lady climb up a building. I would have been like, oh, okay. Jump into these conclusions. So now they got this other guy. Now the other pilot who was dropping messages to them before. No, no, it's the other guy. And he's flying right now looking for the sunken ships or any survivors. But they said it was Godzilla, so you gotta be careful. Like, oh, now he's going too far. He's going to have to come back a bit. <laughs> Maybe he'll end up in Canada. Oh, I hope so, eh? Hey, at least, like, he's staying warm. Like, the other guy wasn't wearing a lot of, like, coats and a lot of wear. And he got the one that was the, the engine problem. You think he'd be more cautious? This guy's dressed to the... <laughs> to the nines level of warmth here so he's good but the other guy did not think so attentively i don't think <laughs> i don't think he was thinking that literally about it man i want her microphone yeah that's pretty cool eh? it looks like the like the headlight of a car yeah like, from the front that's what i need but 
yeah, it is a damn shame this is the last one in black and white. I would have liked it to go in like a really more intense monster fight. Like I would have liked to have seen like Rodan come into the game. I just expected at least like four or five, you know, like a few of them because like in the fifties. But I I mean kudos to them. I'm I'm okay with a few color movies. That's funny. I mean this suit had a lot of kinks too and they tried to make it more, you know, maneuverable and make the face the way it was. So I didn't realize this, but there's no scenes in which feature Godzilla using the heat ray from the full suit view. And I realized that because the uh, every time he does, the hand puppet is used for the heat ray, his atomic breath, because it's, uh, I guess, the suit, the actual suit that he wore, the mouth wouldn't open wide enough to use the breath. Oh. <laughs> so they could only use it in the hand puppet shots. Eh, probably better that way anyways. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, may, it makes him use it more sparingly. Exactly. So it makes it more like his ultimate weapon that it's grown to be a lot. That's a great ship just traveling through the water. Yeah, same with this one too. I'm pretty sure like his fins don't like glow at all. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure they don't glow when he fully releases it. It's just they flash. Mm. They don't glow and stay on as he uses his breath. I'm counting on you. Be careful. Roger. <laughs> Roger, Roger. Romantic. Maybe he'll get married after all. Maybe. <laughs> he's hoping. That's what he's hoping anyway. I mean, hey, if he's risking his life to do all this and they've got a thing, like, she'd be stupid not to go for him. Hey, you may die. Got a perfect life there. Who knows, yeah. man? So. She's got a little diary. Oh, look at their little photos. They look so cute together. Oh, uh, that's why when he was like, I have a girl in mind, then he hid it because it was her. Oof. Oh, see, there's the cute little love story. There's the worth of watching see, it. Told you, right, right back. That, that, uh, right back. <laughs> and they sucked me right back in, right near the end, just to get me back and invested. All right, I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's funny just because, like, in the next one, you get a lot of likable characters, like, and the following Godzilla films, the next couple after this one, like King Kong versus Godzilla, Mothra, uh, Invasion of Astro Monster, like they all have really memorable characters, and they're really good on that kind of side of things. Oh, look at the toy Godzilla shot here! Oh, I love it. It's the plane flying over, and they look down onto the icebergish place, and you just see this like little ac literal action figure they've just placed. It doesn't move, and they just fly over it, and that's it. Like I could probably do that. <laughs> We just got to make a cardboard airplane so it looks like we're flying and then we'll just skip down to a cardboard cutout or some shit. <laughs> Guarantee you have some action or Godzilla toys laying around we can Oh yeah, we're only going to get more figures and stuff like that. And uh, we have a couple cool 3D printed ones, so... Which I would love to after we get like deep into our... Uh our series near the end of the Godzilla series. I'd love to do a few couple giveaways as we get near the end of the series. Do a couple cool 3D figures and stuff like that and give away things. We'll see what we get there, but it's definitely something I'd like to keep in mind. And stickers. Maybe t-shirts. And stickers. I like <laughs> stickers. Let's not tempt them with a good time, you know. <laughs> but it could happen. Stickers yeah, are definitely a good time. 
Yeah, stickers for sure. Especially if we start like creating more interactive content for fans and stuff and for for everyone listening at home there so we need a godzilla i swear this is like the fourth (laughs) i swear this is the fourth time i've seen that shot of those jets flying in unison in the triangle shape over the sky there the same shot every time never anything else but then when they're flying it's just the one plane in the sky and no one else oh look there's the toy there's the toy again I mean, it's funny because the toy almost looks better than the figure does. The suit does. Well, yeah, it was easier to make the toy than it was the suit. I guess. There's the suit there. I just find he has this, like... (laughs) Son of a bitch! (laughs) He kind of has this, like, mushroom cloud thing going on with his head, which I like, but they almost make it too pointy in the cheeks. I feel like they make his butt look too big compared to the top half of the suit. I mean, it's kind of supposed to be like that because he's supposed to kind of look like a, like a, an atomic, like a, a, like a mushroom cloud of a bomb. So it's like stick at the bottom, it gets narrow in the middle, and then comes up at the top, and it's like pops up at the top. Oh. Little fun fact there. That's why he's shaped so weird. But even that shot looks really good there from far away. Like always the far away, far away shots do him good here. Look, he's swearing. Why can't I? <laughs> that's true they have potty mouths in this film folks potty mouths and yeah, no, we swear here that's fine i dropped the f-ball a little too occasionally to be a explicit free con uh podcast guys. i'm gonna try to uh not swear but i can't promise anything we'll try not to because there's much more better vocabulary choices to use i would say but sometimes i feel like ricky in trailer park and you just need to get it out yeah i just if i I can't swear i can't talk bombs away so they're kind of now godzilla's on this like frozen iceberg island and they're just bombing him in hopes that he'll fall into the ice it's not a bad idea you get frozen in there pretty quick but i mean he's around 100 years later yeah he's a nuclear battery though he'd probably be pretty warm i don't understand how he'd get completely frozen like something like Ghidorah being frozen which happens a lot in the series makes sense because it's a he's a dragon from outer space you know what i mean like he's not hot by any means but he can withstand cold temperatures so he would live but stay frozen and you're just judging that guy hard saying he's not, not hot i know i mean he's got three heads that's where his hotness comes from oh fair enough functionality overlooks that's a lot of that one exactly (laughs) here he goes down he goes oh and he gets blazed by godzilla so one of our main characters hero pilots here just tried to go and i don't know what he was trying to do he doesn't have weapons or anything he just flies at godzilla thinking i'm gonna do something even though he has nothing on board to do anything with and then he just gets blasted into the side of the mountain so i mean a kind of purposeless thing starting off ends up working because he causes an avalanche and all this stuff falls on godzilla but the initial like idea of him just flying at godzilla makes no sense he has no weapons nothing like he knew he was gonna die why not just fly into the mountain if that was the original idea i don't know maybe i'm just a little crazy see how far he could get man He's like, I just met the girl of my dreams and we're going to get married and she knows now, so let's just go drive into the side of the mountain. 
for no Maybe reason and try and sacrifice myself. Maybe you should have tried to last longer, but it didn't work. Also, that is pure like ice cubes rolling down a mount- mountain on that one. Oh, yeah. Like right here, it's like ice cubes. Just ice chunks. At the end of this, at the end of the day, the convenience store, the slushy machine, they just take the spare junk and they just dump it down the hill. Hill right up back. Daddy. Peppa. This this girl says daddy a lot. What's your dad? Daddy. I'm her daddy now. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, people get paid a lot of money to say those words to people, so. I'm into it. I'd get paid to do it. She apparently did not like it. She just walked away in tears now. Oh, But she knows that he's dead. Like, there's nothing they can do. He did it himself. Yeah. I mean, she'll never know that, but. She has the two pictures. That's sad. Like, there's a little bit of character building in this movie, at least. The two lovers who had a full love story within, like, maybe a minute total of dialogue, and then it ends like that, and it breaks your heart still. There you go. There's there's some kind of talent there in the writing. <laughs> That's about as close as we'll get, I think. Oh, now they're getting some missiles. <clears throat> Missiles. 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 Missoulis. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put on some back comes the planes you guys in the end. see it, but I'll make it green. Because, you know, Godzilla. <laughs> Mine's currently blue, so it's easier on my eyes or on my monitors. And stuff well, like then that. you're a bitch. That's a really good drawing of the mountain. Yeah, but... It's in spare time. That doesn't change that you're a bitch, because it's not green. <laughs> Alright, I'll change it to green. Godzilla. It's green. Zilla green. Even though, interesting fact, Godzilla wasn't really green until the Millennium series in like Godzilla 2000. He was just been a dark black. He's purple. <laughs> or like a pink Barney. version. Barney. Ooh, ooh pink version. <laughs> And this guy wants to go with him now. As long as he doesn't do a suicide mission like that other guy did. Like the last guy just did for no reason, just flying into the mountain. Look at all those ice cubes, see? And that's real ice. To think about it, like the Sioux Doctor is literally trapped in all that ice right now. (laughs) I love this freezing. That's a good model of the ship coming up there, eh? (laughs) Well, there's two. Like it is. It's not bad. Like that's kind of pretty good for a movie. Managed to have some little figurines on them to try to look like people aboard. It almost that looks like they shot. just. It almost looks like they just arrived at the island of misfit toys. That's literally probably where it is, pretty much fantasy island. Let's go. But they've got all these barrels here, so ideally they're gonna blow up the surrounding area with these barrels. I think to cave in more ice. I think that's the idea. So they fully submerge him and bury him in ice. They're literally just trying to put Godzilla on ice. That's all they're trying to do. They're like, you know, this bitch, he hot. Let's cool him down. They don't even know what, like how to kill him at this point. They should just try and stab him like Jill said. Just try and stab him. Stab, stab. Well, technically, they knew how to kill him in the last one. 
Yeah, the last one they, they don't did know great, but not now. now. They shouldn't have. That out. guy shouldn't have uh, threw out his info. And <laughs> I look in his eyes like, hey, 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 I'm gonna get out of this bitch because <laughs> he hops over the ice wall there. <laughs> Classic. Yup. Out. So they have it all in place. I'm assuming that was really quick. This guy's just booking it. It's <laughs> falling all over the place. That almost looks like you'll be morning when I wake up. Just falling to the ground, scrambling through like shit on your floor, rummaging, trying to get to the bathroom. Yeah, basically. I've got a poop. Mostly <laughs> pee. It's always peeing. Oh, bro, just get a bottle, you know. I'm not peeing in a bottle. <laughs> I'm a human. I am not an animal. I am a human being. R.I.P. Oh, now that they're distant and far away, they're like, all right, let's shoot these barrels that they've placed along the shoreline. He's really bad aim. There we go. Now it's <laughs> starting to blow up. One after another here. Godzilla's pissed. That's actually a cool shot of Godzilla roaring there. Doesn't look too bad. They use the, the shadowing side of his face to make it look a little more menacing. There is very little use of the puppet in this one. I think that's why I like it. There's a lot of suit work. I feel like the suit weighed a lot less, so he so was they could able do more to, scenes. Right? I guess, yeah. Less life-threatening. Well, that one was getting a little close to him. They were brave, considering the last one got shot down. So what was the point of that? What are they doing now? No sign of them yet. Oh, they're they were setting kind of a a line for the jets to to drop the bomb. I see. Now they have the fire to mark. Okay, makes sense. That the coordinates, I guess. Make it so everyone can see what's up. Builds tension, I guess. The movie stretches that <laughs> that runtime a little more longer than it needs to be. I think this movie could have been Five pleasantly at, at like an hour and 10 minutes and been okay. I don't think it needs to be an hour and 20 or whatever it is. I feel like yeah, it's an hour and 22 like minutes. 45 minutes max. Yeah, it could have been an hour film and still been good. Like movies don't need to be that long. I feel like they stretch this one out a little bit here. Just a lot of Godzilla fighting and I'm good. Yeah. That's what I need. Here in my they life. launch the weapons at this mountain here. Like, this scene and the middle scene are enough to keep a whole film entertained. That first little bit just, the pacing sets it at a really slow start. And then when the slow burn happens, it doesn't affect it because you've already had a slow start. So the burn just makes it seem just dreadful. Which is a, lot, a mistake a lot of movies make because they're like, yeah, slow burn's good. But not unless your beginning intro isn't like your opening isn't cinematic as hell and super entertaining or like quick to the point. Otherwise, it's just dreadful. That would be the puppet scene there when he used the atomic breath because they couldn't get the suit to open its mouth. That still looked pretty, like, good for... Uh, yeah. Like that, like, it looked like the same... You can tell the puppet because it. it has more of a uh, circular mouth. Yeah. Like jaw. While the suit one is more of, like, a, a narrow, wide mouth. Oh... So that was the plan to mark where he was, and then they're going to bury him in ice again. 
We're just trying to put Godzilla in the cooler like one of the cold boys. Let's put Godzilla with the bruise. Yeah. He's going to keep you cool, boyo. Put you on ice for a bit so you can come back and fight some better monsters. Because Anguirus just isn't doing it for you, my friend. He's great, but he's going to be your friend, not your enemy. Though technically he, like, kills that Anguirus in this movie, so I feel like the next Anguirus is just another one of his species. Just like this Godzilla is another Godzilla species. Another uh, child. <laughs> another monster child. Oh! Bitch slapped right out of the sky. Sent that one right down to its grave. Godzilla's just getting bombarded with missiles by these jets here, and he's just smacking them right out of the sky like no one's business. Some of them are stupid, like that one, and just full out fly right into the side of the mountain, doing like a suicide bomber kind of run, trying to cause more snow to fall on this guy. I just never understood. Like, he literally swims in Arctic waters. You think burying him in ice is going to freeze him? I, I, I don't know. This is just one of those movies I just let be in continuity, but it's just unnecessary. It's why when you look at the Heisei or the later movies, they just, like we were saying, they skip all the movies except for the first one. So, like, the first one happened, and then now these ones. And this doesn't exist, and all these other ones. But the show of films do stay in continuity from this moment onward, so... Basically, like Halloween. Thank you so much. Oh, he's getting real buried. Still there, bud? Oh, yeah, he's, I'm still there. Okay, screw your quiet. Oh, he's getting just buried in the snow and ice here. He's turning into a slushy. Literally, what's so bad about that? That snow looks a lot better than the stuff earlier. It was just ice cubes. Oh, can you imagine being in that suit right now? Oh, I would be so... I'd have a heart attack. <laughs> Freaking out, being all enclosed like that. It was probably really hot in the suit, though, so, like, it would probably feel great right now. I guess, yeah. Balance out a little bit. You get extremely sick. <laughs> that hot, cold contrast can kill you. Just everything crumbling down on him. Just burying him above his head now. Pretty much in ice and snow. I mean, I guess the way the combined of the temperature cooling, it may have put him into like a hibernation state. I guess that kind of makes sense. I could see that. Especially with him being like radioactive because like that's what they do to stop radioactive fusion in like power plants. They release like a coagulant, like a cooling thing to stop fusion from happening in yeah explosions. so like yeah and that's basically uh chernobyl yeah so it makes sense that uh i guess that they're freezing them to kind of put them into a hibernation state snap time for now it's a future me's problem yeah <laughs> sleepy sleepy until you gotta get up and fight the big monkey boy our kids kids will have to deal with it we have our great music outro here with nice painting. this beautiful painting of the mountain landscape where we've just buried Godzilla. Until I did next that. Time. I painted that. You're welcome. <laughs>
and there's Josh the end right there for us. The end, 1955. Last one was 1954. We did it. What a blast! Two down. There you go. A million more to go. <laughs> but yeah, raids again. It was. It's a. It's a good film. So I would bring it to the end there. It's. It's. I take that back. I like the other one film. better. It's not the right one. Yeah. Oh, the other one will remain in your top five for sure. But like, it was not. It. it was. It wasn't awful. It wasn't awful. It was just a lot of filler. Basically Naruto all yeah. over again. And it's a kind of honestly good to watch this one second coming down off the high of the first one because it's not as, uh, I don't know, it's not as bad. It's like, uh, it kind of like resembles a lot from the first one. So it's kind of like just like the additional ride afterwards you could have taken after the first film type deal. And then the rest of them really start to get good and feel like they're more of like on their own turf as we'll go to see as watching them. But yeah. All right, Josh, what do you think of your, the first Godzilla fight scene that you got to see between the two kaiju? I liked it. I definitely liked the puppet work in between the two, or suit work, I guess, because it wouldn't be full-out puppet, but I, I definitely enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, they were really animalistic, less like karate and wrestling. Well, there was that one scene that was kind of sped up, so that was kind of funny, but... Yeah. <laughs> but besides that, it was pretty good. I mean, very... Uh, like the video game. <laughs> yeah i wish there was more uh, of a score to the movie that's my biggest gripe with this film and the slow burn at the beginning but the rest of it's not bad and honestly going back to rewatch it that love connection scene is a nice little additive touch they put in there too so that's nice like the first little bit took a while yeah but once it started going it wasn't terrible and they also had some kick-ass fight scenes so that's always a good good thing yeah but for the uh for, so for the next movie the next movie we're gonna be doing is uh King Kong versus Godzilla, um, which King is Dong versus Godzilla. a nice <laughs> reform to to originality because we're bringing back uh, Ashiro Honda will be coming back to direct the next one, same guy who does most of the show ones and did the first one. So you get kind of more on board with that direction, and it's not as rushed. They had years to sit on it. So coming back to that will be awesome, and that's what we'll be doing next. Uh, so until next time, guys, obviously this has been... Yeah, this has been Lucas and Josh. We're uh, doing the Killer Kaiju podcast where we're doing all of old kaiju movies. Right now we're on a Godzilla kick, but we'll be branching off doing horror movies and all sorts of other fun stuff as well. Uh, you can follow us at Twitter at Killer Kaiju Podcast. That's our handle on Twitter. Um, and uh, yeah, stay tuned for future more content. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And we'll see you next time for King Kong versus Godzilla. Peace. Later. <laughs>